the fighting grace. So he emphasized that. Then on Thursday, he spoke about the place of prayer. The place of prayer. The power of prayer in getting to your real boat. Then Friday evening, God's servant, Reverend Adloju was in the house. And he also shared with us from the case of Isaac. And he told us five things that we need to get to Rehoboth. Five things. He said we must be planted in God and in the house of God. Be planted in God. Number two, he said, don't stop sowing. And he, he, he clarified it. The sowing, not only sowing seed in the church, concerning your career, concerning your business, concerning your pursuit, keep making efforts. You see, Isaac was committed to sowing, planting. He was a farmer. That you don't stop sowing. You don't stop. The fact that you failed yesterday should not stop you from making new attempts today. Keep working. Keep sowing. Then the third thing he mentioned, he said, we must be hardworking. Hardworking. Number four, he said, don't give up. And number five, he said, never be satisfied on the positive side. Not on the, you see, there is the negative side of not being satisfied. The negative side tilts towards ingratitude. The negative side of that tilts towards ingratitude. But the positive side of it is in the midst of being thankful, you desire more. In the midst of being grateful to God, for thus far he has helped you, you desire. You keep desiring more. Praise the Lord. And on Saturday, our Father and the Lord came and also shared with us. And one thing he said when he started ministering, he said, anything that is of God never ends. I put it down in capital letter here. Anything that is of God never what? Never ends. It keeps flowing. It keeps running. It's like a tap that is opened. No man can close it. If it is God that opens it. When a man opens a thing, a fellow man can close it. Because men are superior to each other. Somebody may decide to help you out. I'm not going to try. Because he's a man. But if it is God, no demon. So anything that involves God, anything that has God in it, never ends. It keeps running, it keeps flowing. And that was when he started prophesying from real boat to real boat. That when God takes you to real boat, you don't go backward. You don't retrogress. There is nothing called disintegration. If it is God that takes you to real boat, it keeps moving you from real boat to real boat. From real boat 
Toreo boat. And he also spoke about how Isaac sacrificed all. And he also spoke about the place of encounter. This morning, I'll be sharing with us on what I've titled Overcoming Self-Afflicted Limitations of Rehoboth. I've just done a brief summary a brief summary of the teachings we received in the course of the convention. But that is what we call self-afflicted limitations. When we talk about self-afflicted, they are problems, limitations, challenges you brought on yourself. that does not involve the input of any other person. You open the door yourself. You allowed it yourself. You gave room to it by yourself. That is why I call it self-afflicted. There are some battles in life. There are some limitations in life. That happens to be the handworks of the enemy. Yes, the Bible also admits that. In Matthew chapter 13, where Jesus shared a parable of a farmer and his servants who went out to plant good seeds, himself and his servants. And after a while, they returned back to the farm and they saw. Tears among the good seed they planted, and the servants of that master called his attention to it. Say, sir, we came here together. Had it been you are the only one that came, but we were here with you, we were involved in it, we planted good seed. How come these tears? Then the master said, An enemy as what? has done this so the bible also admits jesus also admits there are challenges there are limitations there are problems there are battles instigated by enemies brought about by the enemies but i'm also telling us today and the bible also admits there are problems there are limitations there are challenges that are self-afflicted the enemy has no hand in it. It originated from us. And if you don't rise up to tackle it, to stop it, it keeps spreading all through your lifetime. These limitations can be there for the next 50 years. These limitations can be there for the next 70 years. These limitations, self-afflicted limitations, can be there for the next 30 years if you don't do something about it. They can stop a man from getting to railroad. They can stop a man from enjoying the benefits of railroad. 
That's why I call it overcoming self-afflicted limitations of Rehoboth. It is God's plan. It is God's desire that all of us will get to Rehoboth and enjoy the benefits and the dividends of Rehoboth. But we must make efforts, deliberate efforts, consistent effort to overcome self-afflicted limitations. Yoruba we call it self-afflicted. Self-afflicted. I have before me about four or five about four or five then we take one or two prayer points. You know, Sunday service is not a praying service. Except when we bring some special methods to Sundays. We do we have that maybe one month or two months, particularly in the month of March. We do prayer in then in the month of May, four or five Sundays of family deliverance. Now during that period. We pray intensely on Sunday service. But generally speaking, a Sunday service is a teaching service, is a preaching service. Then we take one or two prayer points. But thank God now, I announced to you last Sunday that the early morning meeting will be sustained. But in the course of the week, I receive fresh directives. Up to yesterday afternoon. Up to yesterday afternoon. By tomorrow morning, we're going to have early morning prophetic prayers like we had in the course of the convention. Six to quarter after seven. Six to quarter after seven. But beginning from next month, December, that meeting will take place. It's a product of fresh directives I receive in the place of encounter. That meeting will take place every first Monday of the month. Not every Monday again. When will it take place? First Monday of the month. When do I call it? First Monday of the month. It is prophetic. And it's a, it's a prayer meeting. Not teaching, not teaching meeting. But that of tomorrow will take place. Then after tomorrow, the next one will be Monday, December 4. First Monday in December. That of January will come up second Monday. First Monday in January is January 2. I say, what well, no, don't So it will come up second Monday. But from February, first Monday is a meeting you must look forward to. I will share for about 10 15 minutes and my word for about 25 minutes. Praise the Lord. So you need a teaching service, you also need a praying service. You have what Reverend Shell said when he came. He said, A church that cannot pray will die. A Christian that doesn't pray will fizzle out. One fear year day at Those days, name ceremony at Ateja, no Monday. One 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 
those years at Praise God. So I expect all of you tomorrow morning. Wake up early. Six to cut after seven. It's a praying service. It's a function of divine instruction. Overcoming self-afflicted limitations of Rehoboth. Number one. Number one self-afflicted limitation is what I call ignorance. Ignorance. If Isaac was ignorant of God's plan for his life, he would never have gotten to his real boat. If Isaac was ignorant of God's plan for his life, of God's plan for his tomorrow. Of God's plan for his future. Hear this. Do you know what many, many, many people to cry? Because of their situation today. is because they are ignorant of where God is taking them to. I know where God is taking me to tomorrow. So I won't cry because of today's situation. I won't cry. I won't panic. I won't fret. No matter what I have to go through today. But me. But as long you are going somewhere tomorrow, your life becomes a threat to the wicked ones. So you must not be ignorant. You must not be ignorant. Isaac was not ignorant. He was not ignorant. He knew God was taking him somewhere. That was why he kept on digging. He kept on walking. He kept on sowing. He kept on laboring. Why? He knew God was taking him somewhere. He was not ignorant of God's plan for, your, for his life. You need to know. You need to have a good knowledge of God's plan for your, for your life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He says, I know my thoughts. I know my thoughts. That is God speaking. I know my thoughts towards you. My thought, not the thought of the enemy, not the thought of the, of the devil, not the thought of situations and circumstances of life. I know my thoughts. I'm the one that created you. I know my thought towards you. Thought of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. You need to understand this. But if you are ignorant of this, every small wind will make you to cry. Hear this. Forget about the fact that women are more emotional. You can become strong through knowledge. Hey, women are emotional. I'm more emotional. That's why I cry all the time over every situation. No! 
Not all women cry like a baby like you. I know you I hope you know there are men that cry also. Men? Their own cry is like baritone. Hey. Ah. Oh. You know, in the Bible, there were men that cry also. First Samuel chapter 30. Beginning from verse 1. After they attacked the city of David, looted the place, burned the place, took their loved ones away. Bible says, all the men, when they came back to the city with David, Bible says, all the men cried. No be small cry. Bible says, they cried until they had no more strength. With high volume. Ekunya what they point They had no more strength. When they started crying, it was e. <laughs> ah, e. what has befallen us? But they cry. You see, when somebody cries for one, two, three hours, you won't hear any sound again. But tears will still be coming out. That was what happened. Men, not women. Because they did they are ignorant of God's plan for their lives. David didn't join them to cry. Do you know what David did? He invited the prophet of God. He said, Please ask from God what next. Beloved, any situation that confronts you, what should come out of your head is God, what next? Because if you don't ask what next, you will die there. If you don't look out, watch out, and think about whatness, that situation will swallow you up. So David made, made an inquiry. God, whatness? Should we pursue them? And the Lord said, pursue. You will catch up with them. And of no doubt, you will recover all. So please, Stop crying because of today. Find out where God is taking you to tomorrow. Don't be ignorant. Osea 4 says, My people are destroyed. For what? For lack of knowledge. They are destroyed. Look at what the Bible says. My people. He was not talking about unbelievers. Talking about covenant children. Which means covenant children can be destroyed if they lack knowledge. He said, my people, my people, my children, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He said, because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you. Hear this, God always shuts his door against ignorant people. They have no place in his agenda. He said, because you have rejected knowledge, I also have rejected you. So ignorance is the number one self-afflicted limitation of real boot. An ignorant man can never enter real boot. An ignorant man can never enjoy the benefits and the dividends of real boot. Proverbs 19 verse 2 
Proverbs chapter 19 verse 2 the Bible says also it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge and he sins who hastens with his feet it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge I was talking to workers this morning as I will be sharing with them for the next four weeks uh, developing your spirit man and I said we are spirit we are spirit that has a soul and resides in a what? in a body we develop we keep our body in shape through regular exercise and diet good diet we keep the soul in shape through search for knowledge and education the soul the soul that's what the bible says here and it is not good for a soul for a soul to be without knowledge what keeps your soul running is knowledge what makes your soul to stand out is knowledge that's why they say to young folks even if you you are called to go into business you want to do business the place of education is also very very important very very important even someone that will go into business we also go for what training soul knowledge knowledge because in the absence of good knowledge you will do things haphazardly you do things anyhow and when you do things anyhow you get anyhow result if any result will come out so it is not good for your soul to be without knowledge ignorance is a limitation number two number two self afflicted limitation of Rehobo hear this the forces and powers of your father's house witches and wizards of your father's house cannot afflict you with ignorance it is you yourself you are the one that can stop yourself from increasing in knowledge it is you it is you one of my siblings at some point in her life she was in GS2 Emmanuel College you are here that was many years ago she was born 1980 she was born 1980 yes 1980 so that should be around 84 no that should be around 90 something early 90s she was in GS2 I was in school then so I came back and my mom reported that to me that our father was late then yes 
It should be around 93, 94. Her father was. She doesn't go to school regularly. I want to buy a sorted city, gay law school. If I may have law school, let Colossae. If I may have law school, let me Gilose. Hear this. What happens to your life and your destiny is in your hand. That kind of attitude, that kind of traits does not run in our family. I was in university. My younger sister was in our institution. My younger brother was about going to university then. Some below theory. I life when I self-afflicted in it. Do you know when you see me try to clarify some things these days, gets people's commitment to clarify things so that there will be any doubt. That has been my practice since Odun Do you know what I did? I said, don't worry. Because her father was dead. So that nobody in the future will not get up and say, it is my brother, it is brother Wally, that didn't pay attention to my education. I told my mom to call two of her siblings. So the two of her siblings came around. My mom was there. I think my younger sister was in school then. Maybe my brother was also there. We family met in Lori. Tell me, tell us, what do you want to do? Is that we learn fashion design? Okay. At that meeting, I said they should look for a place. The middle younger sister of my mom, no, the second one to her, said she already found the place. Okay. Hello, no Once we are in the money to Then I said it would be good if she has sewing machine early enough so that whatever she lands, she gets back home. I remember we bought sewing machine what six thousand one hundred naira for her. Brand new sewing machine. So that I said, so that do you know at that meeting, at Motin Collector, I drafted a memorandum of operandis. I said, on so 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 date, my younger sister said she doesn't want to go to school again. We want to send her, but she said she doesn't want to go. So that in the future, our family leo. And I asked her to sign. Beautiful. She signed. After about three months, I came home. They say, go to Lord Bishema. Ah, I'm not to get here. What didn't get away? I think that was 1993, 94. What didn't get? Go to Lord Bishema. Ah. I called another meeting. Confronted her. Wrote another letter. I said, boy, can't you want to jump around letting me? That was our, our life, our journey along the line. 
Boya ma bere lo wen jokan ma se ti mura fun jo en bodo gbe sina. Tori ko se ke se ko se fashion design nisin. Ko se nkan kan. Ko se fashion design. In biti ma se en wole si. But hear this. Hear this. Among all of us when we stand when we speak when we move she doesn't fit into us somebody asked me some years ago pastor are you sure she's your sister i said yes the same father the same mother bushinyotieni otako ajeko osoko The time she called me that she doesn't have phone, that she buy phone for her. Mama and I are late twenty years old. Phone no call. Go back law school. Only need get a phone no phone. Or buy more juice to share. Tani ko call. Only need get a phone no phone. I did a lot of la 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 la. Some people may think I'm too. When I tell you this is the right thing and you refuse to do it I won't fight with you I won't struggle with you I will encourage you to enjoy your life the more You know what you're about to say Ile lagotin joko de Ide Praise the Lord Shout a big hallelujah She's still living her life, but go, go job. Recently, I'm trusting God how to help her. It doesn't mean she's hungry. She's not hungry. She's okay. She has a family, husband, children. One, they are living their lives. But if she had not taken that wrong step 20, 30 years ago, she would have gone further. Ignorance. Ignorance. Please, if you have some people around you encouraging you, counseling you to do the right thing, give glory to God. They are not your enemies. Maybe they must have seen what you are not saying. They must have discovered, particularly if they are older than you. Olo mode leni asobi agba koleni kini. But our mother see, do you know what they will say? Me o need the akisa. That's what they will say. Our mother see wani me o need the akisa. So Otoba wa agbalagba koko akisa sinu wardrobe we mi o need akisa you know the meaning of akisa akisa means experiences of life do you know everything an elderly man pass through in life makes his acres his wealth of experience to be bigger to be deeper than a younger fellow so when an elderly person is talking to you, particularly an elderly person that has the fear of the Lord, 
because there are some elderly person ti won ni beru olohun ta won e ba cancel e iparun ni e o a iparun ni e ngbati ya kan so fun omo e many thing one family am mommy me share family daddy otoni case study ti won family mommy otoni gbugun na case study ni dito for every one of us except you are not knowledgeable about happenings in your father's house and your mother's house there are happenings there somebody in my mother's family the daughter was going to go to going to get married and in my presence she was telling the daughter come okunrin okunrin o se finu ta o okunrin o se trust you mo mo trust okunrin o she was given that cancer because she lacked the fear of God. A woman who has the fear of God will not tell her daughter not to trust her husband. So if she doesn't trust her husband, there's no marriage. So in listening to cancer, you need to be careful. Somebody may be old and still speak vain words. So an elderly person that has the fear of God that has results, that has proofs. So I need to balance it. Come on, we pastor in this now agbalagba. Oh, Lord, listen for agbalagba. Agbalagba to mungo. I want to pass the analysis one. Most the listen one. Say pastor dia come in kobao, kobao mi so. Mo balance here. Praise God. Say mo dimension number 2. Ori number mo ala tekan. Eh. E so pe dimension number 2. Okay. Eko number 2 sile. Eko number 2 sile. Che ti ko. Ki le ko si waju e. Disobedience. <laughs> That's another self-afflicted limitation. Disobedience. Self-afflicted limitation of reboot. When God told Isaac, "Do not go down." He obeyed. Stay in this land. Hear this. The land God asked Isaac to stay. There were crises. There was. There were crises in the land. Very many times, obedience is not cheap. To obey is not easy. Obedience does not come cheap. He wanted to go down to Egypt. Where there is relative peace, there is food. Things are going on fine. But the Lord said to him, Stay here. Don't go down. Stay here. Don't go down. Hear this. If Isaac had disobeyed God, it are here. Do you know there are people in the Bible? Bible only mentioned their name. One verse, two verse, third verse, and that is the end. And there are some people. Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 10, chapter 15. The Bible is still discussing there. If Isaac had disobeyed God, his life would have ended. Beloved, who was the oldest man in the Bible? You must have heard it before now. Either through teaching or slang. Methuselah. Do you know everything about Methuselah? Did not go beyond two, three verses. Two, three verses. Methuselah. The only thing ascribed to him, old age, no result, no impact, no, no good testimony. 
he was old and we have someone who came to this world and lived 33 and a half years and the world is yet to recover have you recovered we are still talking about him in fact when he came the dates of history change when he came after his departure physically because he's still with us spiritually the date how they describe the date of the word change you hear them say bc ad bc means before christ ad means after the death of christ and he lived 33 and a half years Methuselah that lived 980 969 ah I wonder the entry 969 it had no impact on the universe 969 years 969 years ah Olorun go that what will be 150 200. And God left him 200, 300, 300. Tori go sing that don't allow no ayeme to tell her. Nine sixty nine. I have preached a message. Kokoro Dafidi. I've preached a message. The wisdom of Solomon. I've preached a message. The battle axe. I've preached a message. Winning without wounds. The case study of case study of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I've never preached any message. The principle of Mekisedek, Abi Metusela. The missing cause message you can never preach him here. Except on the negative side. Isaac obeyed God. What is stopping many people? What is hindering or limiting many people from walking into their season of railboat is disobedience disobedience do you know Jesus valued the virtue of obedience he says something in Luke chapter 6 46 let us read that passage together just only verse one verse Luke 6 46 we'll read it together put it on the screen for everybody to see Luke 6 46 See, Jesus observed something. Jesus noticed something. Then he asked these questions from his followers. One, two, go. Let's read. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? One more time. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say. That tells you Jesus also prioritized obedience. 
Obedience. Obedience. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, if you are willing and obedient, you shall do what? You shall eat the fruit of the land. Obedience. Forget about this slang that is going on in politics now. Many people call themselves obedient and they are not yet saved. Call themselves obedient. Sunday morning they don't go to church. So that one is a slang of the word. One can feel low, one feel low, one feel low language in church. Do you know one of the easiest way to get people these days is to use God and the gospel. I was in the school yesterday afternoon. After praying, meditating, I just lie down. There was light, so I unfanned. And they did a wedding, be, uh, be engagement in Kankani. So after everything, there was a guy who came to play there, a band. And it was he started with Christian songs. Christian songs. Christian songs. And he got to a point. This way I'm going to. But after singing all manners of God, song, this same mouth that he used to sing Fujina, what do you know what they do? When they notice people who come out to dance, what for a lot of so maybe when it changed to Jehovah, I want Christian, I want yeah. But my concern is this: with the same mouth, to if you come back, I want to cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, jaka jaka. But since calling him on body, oh hey hey, you mean I want family, I want I want to turn to do turn to do. Do you know there are some of these worldly songs? When they raise it, you see people mimic it. They sing it word for word. One man go 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 go. But I got lyrics here. And the music they go they quote five Bible verse. Many years ago, I did a production. One Sunday morning, I just came up. I wanted to minister, and I ask, begin to ask people to stand up. Me, so from tell you, ah, when you look and can see me, some majority. I said, stand up. Five Bible verses. The Lord is my shepherd, everybody in that dark color. And he can't mention me. It's just some people among my workers mentioned five verses, five verses, fluently. But some people, I became shaganese in it. Can try anything. I want to go to say, Pastor, my word on me. So I did it for about two, three Sundays. How many of you remember that time? At the production. I will come, I will ask you to stand up. Just tell me four or five Bible verses. Do you know the same people that can't tell me four or five Bible verses? Tebarius, here is your only son, Yade. Ebaris, your only kinikan. Why confluently? What's my mirisi? What's my lagu? What's my mirisi? Obedience. Obedience does not come cheap. Isaac remained. So Jesus said, Why do you call me Lord, Lord? And you don't do the things that I say. 
All of you know the story of King Saul. King Saul, the son of Kish. The plan of God for his life. Hear me clearly. Hear this clearly. Hear this clearly. Does not matter how great God's plan for your life may look like. If you don't obey him, that plan will not happen. God's plan for Saul was for him to reign as a king, become old, and transfer it to his son. The plan of God was for that tool, Italian, to be in his lineage forever. But because Saul disobeyed God, God said, even though I had proposed to keep the crown, the stool, in your lineage forever. But because of it disobeyed me, I changed my mind. Yes. I'm going to say, Oh, Lord, oh, you disobey, So many cases in the Bible. Why? You cost it. God said, I take the throne away from you. You know, Prophet Samuel was still trying to plead, to plead, to plead. Then in 1 Samuel chapter 16, God told Samuel, Why do you waste your time on this man I have rejected? I have found another man that is after my heart. Even in Samuel, wrote to surrender. So that Samuel will not come back to work to God and be begging. Immediately, God said, oh yeah, go to the house of Jesse. I'll find somebody there. Saul disobeyed God. Beloved, every day you must trust God for grace to obey Him. Grace to obey Him. Grace. If Isaac did not obey God, he won't get to Rehoboth. So disobedience is number two self-afflicted limitation of Rehoboth. Number three, where we stop, laziness. 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 I grew up in a society. I grew up in an environment where laziness was a sin and a crime. That society has changed now. But there are still a number of us that still see laziness as a sin and as a crime. When we were growing up, we were taught to be lazy is a crime. To be lazy is a crime, is a sin. We were taught that hard work never kills. The institution where my father worked before he was transferred when Osho State was created, Ibarra Polytechnic, their focus, their logo, up to now, is what? Work is the remedy, is the medicine of poverty. Right from the 70s, there is a jingle they play on radio every morning, early in the morning. I can't remember all the details. I'm a lover. Oberenbe, Beranle, Beranle. 
that is they, 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 is around six. They will say Beranle. If they will say it around five, around six Beranle. So that whoever is still on the bed sees, they are telling you Beranle. And they finish it. I say labuku. That was the society where I grew up. They preached the message, both spiritually and secularly, that to be lazy is a crime. Do you know? When I gave my life to Christ and I began to sit under teachings, I realized that the Bible also has many things to say about laziness. The Bible has many things to say concerning laziness. God has no plan for a lazy fool. He has no agenda for someone who is lazy. Out of seven days, your God worked for how many days? Six. And he rested on what? The seventh day. And after the rest, he continued what? His work. So the Tioba continuing sharing. Satan at don't go. No wonder the psalmist says, He that watches over Israel, neither slumber nor sleep. A lazy man does not have that attribute. Neither slumber nor sleep. That is not for a lazy man. But these days, people want to walk one day and rest for six days. You can't get the result of a diligent man that way. Isaac was not lazy. Isaac was diligent. And I was saying that during the convention, and uh, I think Pastor Prince or Oshifetio mentioned it, that to dig a well and locate water is hard work. Right from my secondary school days, when we moved to a house at UI, Agbowo, the street behind Poly Clinic, a four flat, those years, Poly Ibadan UI, they have off-campus quarters. They are the one that got the quarters and their staff stay outside the quarters. They, they abolish those things and I don't know why they stopped it. So we were living in a four flat, my father and three other staffs of Ibadopoli then. So when we moved in there, there was no way, there was no water. In all those years, water competition was still working. So the landlord, there are many people that built houses then. They didn't bother to dig well. Why? Water was running. Not now. Everybody is now water competition of themselves. You dig your way, you put water poppy machine. Everybody has become Nepa. Every to do what? To buy fuel. We, ge we generate water, generate fuel, generate light. Get to generate. We generate food. Government to for one atomi you have one for where? They won't look yourself. So there was no water. So they spoke to the landlord, the agent, he came around and they located the place and they dug well. In my presence, I was, I was still very young. That was 1980. We moved to that house 1982. That same year, and they put 14 rings inside the well. Ari Ome, Fonse Meji, Ome Tulo. 14 rings. I knew what those Aousas went through to locate water. 14 rings. That is 3 feet multiplied by 14. 10 rings, that is 30 feet. The other four rings, 
that is 42 feet down. One can me. O mi tankan, ari o mi fwonse mi ji. No pumping machine o. En to ba ni pumping machine ni liye. Ni 1982-83. Alagbara ni. 82-83. No, there were some things that were exclusive rights of few those years. Everybody has it now. Aye lo Antonio. Those years, you see anybody that carry phone, they don't get phone. Cellular, ne? Cellular. Otobi, Ikerudubai, you to one niantela. Kaleti. I want to buy it now, I want to buy visa come or rugiri. That was a phase in life. So, to locate water by digging is hard. So, Isaac located water. Bible says they came, fought over it, he moved ahead, dug another one, they fought over it, he moved. Isaac was not lazy. Please, if you are lazy, you are not in God's plan and agenda. Read your Bible. No lazy man fulfill his purpose in the Bible. No lazy man, no lazy student can make it, can have good grades. I saw a lady yesterday. She has a baby. A baby. And she made first class in law. A baby. Which means she was pregnant. And the baby was still young. First class from the university. Went to the law school. You know some batch just finished from the law school last week. Made first class again. Here it is. Any height is attainable. If you are prepared for it. If you chose to be diligent, if you chose to be diligent, I used to challenge my children when they go to school. When I read that news, I called the light yesterday. I said, Oh, I saw one girl. She made first class from law. You know, I told you it's possible. She has a child, a child, and you, you have no child. I call her Friday afternoon. I said, how many class do you have today? He said, today we don't have any class. Ah! I said, so you just eat and sleep? He said, no, daddy, I'm, I'm, if I, I'm working. I said, what are you doing? I said, I'm mopping my room. I said, nonsense. He said, nonsense. I said, I'm mopping my room. Is that what? He said, drop the mop and go and go to class and go and read. You don't, I use phone to monitor them like monitoring spirit. Because they can't just come out ordinary. Those who have first class, they don't have two heads. It's only one head. I said, if you can't make first class, two one, you bring anything lower than two one. I came out with two one in my university. My NCE days, I came out with two. Oh, could you can make it first class? You know, I told you my first year, second semester, Tony King, she said, I submit assignment. They gave us assignment and they said we should submit by, by two weeks. I didn't submit. And to our last assignment, the most dreadful lecturer in the department. She said, She said, She said, She said, She She said, She said, She said, She said, that was not my submit. Oh, I did two weeks to exam. And I did the work. It's a ceramics work. Ceramics. 
you know, in, in art, there are different sections. There was a lady that did fine art. Where is that lady here? Victoria. Uh -huh. That lady, is a, she's an artist. She's an artist. She just, where is uh, Stephanie? Your, oh? Who is the, okay, praise God. She's an artist. She draws, she's to uh, do craft work and so many things. So, ceramics. Over two weeks to exam, Mubashi, took it to him. You know, assignment is 30, exam is 70. So I decided I will do it. There's no way I won't get 50 or 60. Sir, during the examination, you know, practical works like that. We do sculpture, ceramics uh, for 36 hours. How many hours? Three days, I'm having a practical work here. Both my NC and university, three, 36 hours, 12 hours each day. So at times when others have finished exam, we are still on campus. Because one course, three days, 12 hours each day. We do it to a point we leave it. When we are doing exam, my man play music in here. Some people, they think we are, we are, they, we play music. Our ingredients have finished a practical exam here. When we are drawing, we are painting, we play, we bring radio. I want a rechargeable lamp. We read the read by Tony Kesel Legbe. So I during the exam, all my colleagues, we are 25 in our set. All of them admitted my work was the you know that's the way we assess ourselves. Ah, indefatigable. That was my name in our institution. Secondary school. My name was Aska. Aska. Aska Baba. Uh, NC indefatigable. Do you know the meaning of indefatigable? And it is rare. So when you see me work like workaholic, it has been part of me for years. That was my name. So indefatigable. There is no way. All of them admitted. But that man has proposed I was going to fail. Do you know what he gave me? He gave me 38. 40 was past mark. All my classmates knew. He feed me intentionally. Why? Because I didn't do the assignment. So that was the reason why I didn't make first class. Praise God. So I used to tell my children, you can make first class. You can make first class. At the end of the first year of delight, one of her courses, she had C and uh, she called me. She was still in school. Do you know what she was doing on, on phone? She was crying on phone. She was crying. Say that day, uh, that, that course, they gave me C, and I did it very well. Though. She was crying. Why? She knows my stand. I told her, C cannot help you. Only A and B, A and B, A and B. She was crying. So, I don't worry. You have to, second year, it must not happen that way. Here this. If you reach for the sky. You can't get the sky. You can get the stars. If you can't get the stars, you will get the moon. But if you don't reach for anything high, you remain on the ground. So please, anywhere you find yourself, make up your mind to be diligent. As a student, as a civil servant, as a businessman, businesswoman, you can attain any height. Isaac was diligent. He was not lazy. He was not lazy. He said, 
Please, don't join people that says Ishe Kolowo. Those who believe that slang, deliberately, they chose to be lazy. That is, that is an evil slang. The Bible says we must be diligent. He said, see that a man who is diligent in his work, in his work, in his business. He will not stand before mean men. He will stand before kings and chiefs. That is what the Bible says. Don't, don't hear this. There are many devilish slang these days. As a believer, as a child of God, don't follow it. Be diligent. Isaac was not lazy. If he was lazy, he won't get to Rehoboth. How many things have I mentioned? Number one, ignorance. Number two, number three, let's turn to our feet as we pray. We are going to use these three things to pray this morning. The three things that were highlighted this morning as some spirits behind them. All you spirit of ignorance, I disown you today. I reject you today. Get out of my life. Leave my life alone. All you spirit of disobedience, I disown you today. I reject you today. Get out of my life. All you spirit. Hope you have been tremendously blessed through this message. You can join us in any of our life transforming encounters at Champions Cathedral, Covenant Champions Global Assembly, after Crown Heights College, Ari Logan Road, off Ojo Ibadan. Our two services on Sundays, 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., and our communion service on Wednesday by 5:30 p.m. or you can reach us on the following numbers for prayers, counseling, or to share your testimony. 0803-595-0418, 0807-591-7401. Or you can visit our website, www.covenantchampions.org. You are a champion.